Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So like everything, the internet changed everything. Uh, 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 It just changed the way we live, move, and, as the Bible would say, have our being. (laughs) Any church folk out there. And um, it's pervasiveness has created a lot of new things that didn't exist before that memes, troll accounts, catfishing, all those things that exist now that only exist because the internet exists. I I wonder if we were to ever sit down and say, what are the things that only exist now because of the internet? It'd probably be a long list of those things. But of all the things that like the internet has changed, you know, streaming music, virtual concerts, it's also changed gangbanging. In a, in a in a sad sense, you know, the recent death of a lot of uh, a couple rappers have been due to the Internet, you know, on social media, you, you know, dropping a pin and tagging your location and, you know, you flexing on the gram or something else that, you know, happened only because of the Internet. You know, people like, oh, I know how much money you got. I know where you are. They're going to come rob you, you know, uh, and unfortunately, sometimes come kill you. Especially in California, like, you know, we 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 did an episode about Nancy Pelosi and and tapping in, tapping in is something that like it comes from the street. Like, you you know, you moving into like a uh, you going to go to like a new city or something. You need to make sure you good over here. And maybe like that city will tell you, hey, don't tag your location. It's a lot of hungry dudes out there. Maybe go to this Roscoe's and not that Roscoe's, you know, the. uh Recent death at a Roscoe that I'm, I'm referring to was a Roscoe on Manchester. And um, I think it's Avalon, Manchester and Avalon. Yeah. You shouldn't go to that Roscoe. Like there's two other ones. You could go to Sunset and Gower. You know what I'm saying? You could go to Pico and La Brea. Like unless you know anybody over there, like it's like don't wear this as a badge of honor. They're like, look, man, look how hard I am. I'm like, don't, you know, I'm not victim blaming here because that's tragic. But like. It's changed gangbanging. Like now you don't have to have, you know, pigeon stools out all the time to be watching the streets to know where they are. It's like, you're going to tell us where you are. We're going to run up on you. 
And it also invented a thing that has been lovingly deemed netbangers. It's when people talk real big, real scary, real tough on the internet. When everybody got something to say behind your avatar. There was even a moment where I remember during the pandemic seeing people going on Instagram Live and boxing. Talk about, I'm going to catch catch this fade. Like, look at these hands. You, like, see me throwing these hands and then being like, drop a pin, lame, where you at, fool? Like, I'm pulling up on you. No, you're not. You're sitting safely behind a keyboard. Talking all kind of, you know, people replying to stories, DMing like, hey, where you lames from? Like, are you banging on me on the Internet? Like on a social media? Like, it just it just seems strange. It's like you, 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 you. Why are you talking so tough? I mean, do you bring that same energy in person? Are you actually willing to pull up? And for the most part, if you are the type that's really willing to pull up. You don't do a lot of talking to quote some some Steve Harvey CC. Now, now see me, I'm old school, you know, uh, <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe I'm old school, but dudes, I, I, I grew up around and some of the real thorough dudes outside, like they don't do a lot of talking and especially on the Internet. You know, I mean, you get like you get one or two warnings, you know, if you in person or. On the internet, they like the the the. That's like I'm not finna. T- no, won't do a lot of talking. We won't do a lot of explaining either. Like they running up immediately. A lot of them see that internet talk like that stuff lame to them. Now, maybe it's because we old school. You know, the young dudes are a little different. Like. In 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 a sad way, like them them dudes be like live streaming murders, like they be going on IG live and being like, "Yo, we finna hit this lick." That's the strangest thing, you know. There was a another dude like out here in LA that was like sitting in his car on IG live. Somebody ran up and shot him because they figured out where he was. You told us where you were. Like the internet has changed everything. You talking or you about that action? Now, some people are about both. Some people, they they talk a lot. That's because they can back it up. I, I, I still know some people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, look, we talk. We talk because we can do. You know? Like, here go the receipts. So when them fools be like, hey, drop a pen, I'm pulling up. Like, don't drop a pen, fam. But for the most part, you know, this net banging phenomenon is is basically, that's a lot of talking. And it's a lot of talking from a very safe distance. So the question you got to ask is, when you're dealing with a net banger, is it worth it to call a bluff? Y'all, are we going to nuclear war? Good politics, y'all. So look, I am a 80s baby child of the 90s. So I remember my early childhood like nuclear bomb drills. You know, you have fire drills and stuff like that. 
I remember like nuclear bomb drills like this where for some reason they was like, man, if you get up under the desk, you're going to be all right. Which now in hindsight is rather comical. That little that little desk with the cubby hole up under it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's going to protect us from a nuclear bomb. Like, you know, you got to remember like in the 80s, like we really thought Russia was going to bomb us. And the more you know about history, like Reagan almost hit the button. And this is, there's an interesting story. I forget the name of it. Um, but there was an incident where, you know, he actually met some of the um, Russian military folks and was like, oh, dude, they're just scared men like we are. And like it was some miscommunications that led to complications, Sean, and we almost blew each other up. But I think there was an understanding. At least back then that like you know, we need to stop playing about this stuff because like, shit ain't funny, y'all. Like if we, you can't, we can't really, we're not going to really blow each other up, are we? Like you can't, we're not going to really do this, right? Right? Yeah, like nukes is like, that would end life as we like know it. Like we're not going to really, Nah, fool, we out of it, right? So, like, it was almost like going into the 90s, there was this understanding that, like, nah, we probably shouldn't, shouldn't do this. But just in case, we're going to go and store ours back there, you know. But let's, let's go ahead and make an agreement that we got these things that could, that are humanity killers, and we just going to, we're going to agree not to use them, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. We ain't, you know, both niggas had their fingers tied behind their back. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, like, I ain't going to use them. Okay, cool. Well, then, we'll throw yours away. You throw yours away. Well, I'll throw mine away when you throw yours away. Well, I ain't going to throw mine away unless you throw yours away. Then we right back where we started. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, either way, I think because the 90s was, you know, get this, 30 years ago, it's crazy. We just, we forgot like how, how serious a nuclear bomb is. You know, I wonder if dropping, I think I've said this before, when we dropped, you know, the atom bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, the effect of that was so visceral. Like we really saw what it does. That fools was like, yeah, we need to stop playing around because this. But you too far away from it now. And now, like. It's OK to start talking about nukes again, and they seem like. Mythical. Unless you old, right, and you was around during that time and then you're like, nah, y'all don't understand how like y'all can't keep talking like this. So enter geopolitics right now. You got Russia, you got North Korea, and right now you got America. And are we net bangers? Are all y'all net bangers? Let's talk about it.
Mean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. So first, let's let's start at home. Let's talk about America. Now, we don't talk about nukes. We because I think for some reason I don't I don't know. It doesn't make our news. Maybe we do. Maybe we do talk it to other people. But we feel like if the nation is personified, that they're just kind of off the table. Oh, we got them. We got them things. We just kind of don't talk about it. I think we net bang in other ways. But the question is again: Is it worth it to call somebody's bluff? In one way, I think somebody's been calling our bluff is old Vladimir Putin. He's been calling our bluff for a while. He's saying the West is all talk because y'all won't pull up. What do I mean by that? Well, like we talked about last week, the situation going on in Ukraine. America's been throwing sanctions. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, if you do sanctions right, like they could really hurt. And there's no like there's no death toll. So don't get me wrong. Sanctions play a role. Right. And 
depending on what those sanctions are, I think I did a, a, a episode on like what we started doing. One thing we did was we cut off their money. All banks, international banks have like basically a language they all talk. Like, and that's like the software language that they talk, right? So basically one thing that America did was like remove the software that makes the banks talk, right? So you may have this pot of like, you know, $4 billion sitting in the bank, but your ATM card don't work, you know? So you can't get to it, you know what I mean? So that's like one thing that they did. And one thing that that we introduced as far as sanctions is is putting pressure on the oligarchs there on the ballers, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the quiet power, you got loud power, you got quiet power, right? What we did was we put sanctions on the, on the quiet power. You know, the dudes, the dudes that don't want their face on camera. Some people like their face on camera. Other people like the power more than they face. You know what I'm saying? They like power more than fame. So if you can get at them, you might be able to do something. But as you know, when you got people like Debo, like, 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 like Vladimir Putin, like Big Bang P over there, you know what I'm saying? Shout out my homegirl AB at Legally Hype. They only know violence. All they know is action. You got an old school KGB people like you got to pull up and shoot. That's the only thing he respects. And when you have that type of understanding of the world, you're looking at your enemy, you looking at Ukraine and you like, these people just talking. They saying they helping you. They just talking tough on the internet. Yeah, they sending you weapons. Yeah, they doing stuff over here, but they not jumping in. We didn't drop the pin. They ain't pulled up. Y'all like, so, so Putin looking over at the West, AKA America, like y'all ain't pulling up though. So uh, Putin, like y'all net bangers. Y'all ain't pulling up. I don't respect that. Now the question is, is that a good calculation? Because at this time, Ukraine has fast tracked their joining of NATO. So if they fast track the joining of NATO, now that kind of gives us a green light to pull up. Now, will we pull up? Now, here's 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 where Vlad may know our politics, our 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 local politics better than we do. Do we have the heart? And when I say heart, I mean the will to actually go over there and fight another proxy war, to be in somebody else's war. Do we care that much about what he doing way over there? To jump in there. Like, does it bother our pride that much, our national pride, to get into another Vietnam, another Iraq, another situation where this was really not our fight? But it's like, yo, the homies asked for us to come. I mean, you I mean, how you doing that in the middle of a midterm? You know, gas prices. We didn't like, you know, women done lost their reproductive rights. You feel me? Like. They burning books in schools, you know, I don't don't know, Kanye West being anti-Semitic, you know what I'm saying? Like wearing White Lives Matter t-shirt. We got a lot of problems going on over here. So if you old Vlad, it's not like you ain't got Fox News on. It's not like you ain't watching our television to know like, oh, them niggas is busy. They not pulling up. Y'all not finna pull up. I done dropped the pen. You ain't even pulled up. 
Got net bangers. Are we? I don't know, man. Do you call America's bluff? I just, uh, I don't know. Next is Vlad himself. Vlad been talking about dropping nukes now. Now, Vlad different. Vlad talk about nukes. He been talking about nukes for a long time. Oh, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to do it. And at some point, it's like, nigga, you you ain't finna do shit. Well, we've called this bluff many times. We was like, do it and see what happens. We gave him the fuck around and find out chart. The level of fucking around is the level of finding out. You know what I'm saying? Is Vlad a net banger? Because that's all he talk about is like, you know, after he done annexed these four little spots in Crimea, talking about, look, I defend it at all costs. What he trying to say is, I got these nukes. I ain't afraid to pull the trigger. It's like, okay, you could have pulled that trigger for the last 20 years. You keep threatening this shit. At some point, I'm going to stop believing you. At some point, I'm going to be like, you a net banger. Nigga, you ain't finna pull shit. The, the, the problem with somebody like Vlad is like, yo, he's poisoned his own spies. The, the, the boy's pride is so fragile. And that's what he keeps showing us. Is like, he don't take too well to losses. He don't even admit losses. That's the, like last week, that's the whole annexation about the fact that that nigga won't ever admit he lost because he'll look soft. So when you take somebody that's like so nervous, so worried about proving themselves, I mean, do you, do you call him on it? He's talking about it again. He's still talking about dropping nukes. And it was like, bro, you was around in the 80s. Like, you know, when we stopped talking about this, but you like, you can't, that's a dude, listen, some people is so volatile that you just you just don't tease. Like most people can take a joke. I, I am I am positive that most people can take a joke. Most people, when when they are bluffing and you call a bluff, they back down because they really understand that like maybe I don't want this smoke. I just Vlad ain't the person he wants all the smoke. Now, will he actually drop this nuke? I don't know. He be testing them. They be shooting them in the air. I mean, but that's like, I mean, that's net banging though. Nigga, you going to do it or what? Now, here's what's interesting about net bangers on the internet and the metaphor I'm making is I really wish it would stay on the internet. It would be really cool if people just talk trash on the internet because then we wouldn't have a lot of deaths. Like, like I said before, like LA has in in recent times seen a lot of murders come from the internet it would be super cool if they beef would have stayed there if it didn't actually creep in the streets creep into the streets you know I, you know y'all know I come from battle rap like and and part of like at least the time that I was from part of the battle rap stuff was like that stuff Kept a lot of violence off the streets. You you know, you we had a lot of testosterone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we was young, hungry, L.A. dudes. Now, you know, 
obviously like at that time, you know, if you were if you were at the open mics, that meant you weren't on the street corners being active, but that don't mean that everybody was like that. Some of these dudes at these open mics were packing, you know, but you had to, but part of part of the strength of battle rap and part of your certification card was being able to stay on that stage to keep your cool, to say something back. And if you lose to come back next week, you get, uh, you can't lose your cool. If you get violent, you automatically lost. Like that was like, Oh, you couldn't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like you had part of the game was being able to handle it. These people saying the most worst things about you to your face in front of this crowd and everybody laughing. You supposed to be able to handle it. That's part of the game. And some of these people in these situations were like (laughs) very violent people, but you had to be able to handle it. You know what I'm saying? No matter what they said. You know, now were people caught outside after catch me outside? How about that? Yeah, that yeah, that happened. But it wasn't. It wasn't respected. Like you're not supposed to supposed to be able to handle it. Street stuff is street stuff. Like if that was if that was some hood business, then that's hood business. You keep that over there. But here that's different. My point is. That saved a lot of lives. So I'm saying that to say this, I, man, it would be dope if Vlad was shut down and stop all this because of sanctions. If you could negotiate and, 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 you know, do foreign policy your way out of millions of new refugees created and death on both sides of these guns, it'd be great if it just ended with with that if if right now like we said you know Vlad got the picture and you know Ukraine knuckled up and was like nah we good we're gonna do it we're good but that's just not the case he 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 itching you know what I'm saying and when you itching again this is the question I'm asking like Is he the type of dude you just keep poking at? Is America the type of people you just keep poking at? Because we are known for pulling up. Let's take a break. Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. 
Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to on purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. And back in the building. Lastly, I want to bring up North Korea. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. I want to bring up North Korea in relation to South Korea. All right. South Korea tends to and will probably bear the brunt of all the trash talk we do to North Korea. Because they write, you know, if you're at the park and everybody making fun of your brother, at some point, you're going to be like, even if they write, you're going to be like, hey, man, y'all got to look. He going to take it out on me. Y'all got to leave this fool alone because he going to get mad and he going to destroy everything I got because he really don't want to smoke with y'all or he can't keep up. But y'all keep teasing him. Y'all keep sunning him. I'm the one. I'm the one that got to go home with him. So y'all need to chill. Right. If, if you South Korea, that's your situation. You like, man, I look. I know he a weirdo, but y'all got to like, man, y'all got to stop doing this. Now, North Korea has been testing their weapons, shooting up nukes, trying to show everybody that they able to make a nuke get all the way to America since the 90s. And I mean, all the way back to Bill Clinton being like, Hey, fuck around and find out. Shoot that nuke, see what happens. You know, and it's kind of been this understanding that your military really isn't ready. And it was like 
almost comical the way everybody felt about Kim Jong-un and Kim Jong-il and and the fact that they so hungry, they so they want to be big dogs so bad, right? And they're guilty of such like crimes against humanity that are just unthinkable that it's just like, North Korea, if you don't sit down somewhere, I'm going to slap the shit out of you, right? Like, you don't got the weapons you want us to think you got. You really ain't figured this out yet. It's like kind of been the stance. But as time has gone on, as they've invested, as they've done everything they can, they actually have gotten better. But they continue to, all throughout, you know, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, Every once in a while, North Korea flare up and talk about they bombs. And it's just like, are y'all like, y'all ain't going to do shit. Like, you just talk about this all the time. Like, are y'all like, again, if you don't sit down somewhere, like, man, get off the Internet. Like, if you was about it, you would have done it. If you was about it, you would have done it is kind of been the position most of the world has unless you South Korea. Because if you South Korea, you like, nigga, they next door. Okay, I can't have this creep into real life. But they have been for a long time and all the time test these nuclear weapons and talk about what they got. And And they talk much bigger than any of us likes to actually think they're actually capable of. And part of that is they fault because of their propaganda machine. Talking about they sent a rocket into the sun. Like what, what, what is you talking about? Like this shit is hilarious, you know? And then part of like just the bizarreness of them being one of the only like closed nations on the planet and their way of life being so strange from our perspective. It's so bizarre from our perspective. Like it just doesn't look like anywhere else in the world. And obviously I'm speaking, like I keep saying from our perspective, from a Western perspective, like it's just so bizarre. And then when you meet somebody from South Korea, they're kind of saying the same thing. Like, nah, it's weird up there. You know, so you just, the mysteriousness about them, their tough talk, and then this picture that just came out today of, today is October 11th, of this man, Kim Jong, in some linen among his military dudes, like in the white linen, like he a black daddy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fam, what did you, what did you, what, what's going on? What, what, what is what is this thing? And then they're there. So they're their military parades, their exercises, hoping that this stuff like seeps out into the world as them again, talking tough. But this week they shot these nukes up into the air and into the sea next to South Korea. Which again, is like, if y'all was really about it, why haven't you done it? 
are, are y'all just net bangers? But is it worth calling bluffs? But here's what's interesting about this particular action. So these particular nukes were shot up in the air because Kim Jong was asking for some advancement in their tactics. But as uh, the military experts were saying, these are really the same weapons they've had for the last couple years. They're not new nukes, kind of the same nukes they've had the whole time. Uh, just recalibrated and shot up in a different way. And it's almost showing, if you if you read this, from my antennas, what it's showing is like, yo, 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 squad ain't advanced, but but you scared of, um, you scared of your leader. You scared of Kim Jong-un. So I got to show him something, right? It's like when yo... <laughs> You just found an essay on the internet and you just changed a few words. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know in college, don't tell nobody, but I definitely, I was an art major, art and intercultural studies. I definitely turned in the same painting for two different classes because uh, I was, my my argument was, well, it's just my artwork. Like, isn't that what you want me to do? You want me to create artwork? It was definitely the same painting for two different classes. So it's just like, you know, you just, you just had to turn in your homework and they turned in their homework. And it was these nukes that they already had. They just kind of like re, you know, retooled them. But the linens is my favorite part. And I wonder what he's communicating. Because again, the cultural cues from their world is so much different than ours. Is it trying to, he trying to prove he's chill? Like he a chill chum? Like he ain't worried about nothing? Like, is that what you're trying to say? Like, oh, I'm not sweating nothing. Is it like, oh, my military got it. I can be, I can relax. I don't know what you try to communicate, but I think it's phenomenal. So anyway, Russia talking about dropping nukes. North Korea talking about dropping nukes. America talking about sanctions and that we might come help the homies. It's a lot of talk. But we're in a place where the same thing happens in the streets. Are you prepared to back up your talk? And if I'm going to call your bluff, do I really, really want to challenge this person to make good on their promises? Because if they make good on their promises... Y'all, the gas price is going to be the least of our problems. Hood politics, y'all. by me propaganda in east los boyle heights los angeles california this mug was mixed edited mastered and scored by matt osowski i can totally say his name guys it was it was a shtick he's going by matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name headlights y'all know common used to be called common sense y'all know tip ti was tip sometimes it happens executive produced by the one and only sophie lichterman 
for Cool Zone Media and the theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen, every time you check in, if you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see y'all next week. there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.